Sometimes there are conversations you only have with your friends, your colleagues, your lovers, your pets. You get the drift. Join us as we discuss it all. Sex, dating, adulting, money, and more. Because we're a little, a little out, out there. there. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it coming? Good, good. Just, uh, I made, uh, before hopping on, I Yay. made myself, uh, like what's called a granita and it's like essentially like an icy, right? So I have all this fresh watermelon that I got and I've just been, I've just been trying to eat all the fresh watermelon <laughs> that I can squeeze out the last few days of summer I have here. And, um, yeah. so we got one, we chopped it up, put it in the freezer and you put it in a little blender with a little bit of like milk and maybe like a dash of salt to enhance the flavor and if you if you really want like a spoonful of sugar and just blend it and it's like uh you can blend it really thick and it's like a nice icy like healthy like treat and I just ate a whole bowl of that before this and it was like giving me such brain treats <laughs> that sounds amazing I and think I'm gonna have to do that this week you hopefully should. you don't have to it's run into so the refreshing. bathroom well, yeah, hopefully well, you don't yeah. have to. It's, it's a lot of water. I mean, it's a lot of water. A lot of water. It's a lot of water. But That's good. We just so came from good. the beach, so it's it's refreshing. I suggest you to do it. And I, if you want to turn it up a notch, it's not something I've been able to do yet, but I wanted to just do it. And then, like, I don't know, maybe throw in some rum or something. But Ooh, uh, and, and speaking of watermelons, just a quick story before we get on this. So it's summer. Everyone's having watermelons. Every weekend we go away, we buy a watermelon because we have a car and it's easy. This weekend, obviously, uh, so I'm home today and I was missing some watermelon. I was going around town earlier this morning. I saw this massive watermelon. When I say massive, I mean huge. I, I didn't bring a measuring stick, so I have no idea. But imagine maybe five times the size of my head. Huge. And it's just $9.95. So I'm like, oh, my God, I really love watermelon, blah, blah, blah. I wish I could carry this. I tried lifting it up, imagining walking two miles holding that. I was like, no. But so I, I wish I had a car so I can throw in the watermelon and take it home. And then I go back to my neighborhood. I saw with the watermelon again. I'm like, oh, my God, this is wonderful. You only have to walk one, like a quarter block. It was three times the price. It was not $9.99 per oh, watermelon. Crazy. It was seven ninety nine a pound. I was like, "What? That's no. insane!" I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that no. in my grocery store or by exactly. my apartment. It's, it's no. a crazy like, watermelon. Growing up as a kid, like coming from Pennsylvania, it was they were so never for for one, maybe one or two dollars in the summer. Always now they're a little more yeah. expensive. Seen them for like twenty four, twenty five dollars. I'm like, that is insane. It's insane. And, and even it's crazier like, that they're charging it. you oh. by. But come on, charging you by the pound. We know that watermelons are not hard to grow. Okay, you just plant the seed and come back six months later. And they're, well, not six, three months or something like that. But anyway, so I just wanted to tie my watermelon story into yours. <laughs> Way too expensive. No, so I told my friend, she's like, why don't you just kick it down the block? I'm like, you can't, that's so rude. She's like, okay, fine, roll it down. I'm like, okay, why don't I just rent a car and solve this problem? She said, well, then that's going to cost you like, $150 for that melon. Like, that's a good point. Right? I'm like, that's a good point. That's you a good point. Those like tote things. Like, you know, those bags you see the people take all their groceries <laughs> and put it around the block. You know, I used to think yeah. those things were like, I was like, oh, those people, they're so old or they do this. And now I'm like, damn, like, no, that's it's a, a good genius idea. idea. <laughs> yes. But then I have to buy the thing to tow it. It's just going to end up being a $50 melon. No, thank you. I'll just, oh, no, it'll be like I'm, five bucks. Just get off Amazon or something or like a corner store. And then you got okay, that thing for life. It's like appreciate. Okay, so, you want, me to, okay, so you want me to wait a month. Amazon's order is ridiculous. No, no, no. But, anyway, but speak, speaking of getting things, so I went to uh, this, you know, we're talking about how we can contribute to society or friends through all these hard times. Mm -hmm. it, not just Corona, but, you know, we all have trying situations, right? Any time of the year, not just because of Corona. Yeah. I went to a party, officially like a party for the first time last night. And everyone was obviously very respectful of social distancing. And it was outdoor in this massive patio anyway. So it didn't matter if you were close to anybody because it was huge. Long story short, it's so nice to see people thriving instead of just being really sad and depressed about Corona. So like, yeah, you guys, thank you so much. I really needed this because I think we've all been so bombarded with like, I'm sad, I'm depressed. I want to do this. I want to do that. And last night we got to do something together. So it's like, yay. And everyone was so happy. Oh, oh, that's so great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Everyone was happy yesterday. It's like, yay. 
and we were all in the pool and just splashing each other like children. There was no watermelon though. I didn't think to buy one. That would have that would have made last night impeccable, you know, beautifully it, perfect. It would have been nice to go with you, but I was on a date. Yes, you were. Dude, How was wow. your date? It was nice. You know, I, I gotta say it was well, like so an do you, old the party world didn't experience. end. But Sajin, the party didn't end until six in the morning. So <gasps> I wow. should have come. I thought I got home at ten. I was like, "There's for sure it's over." Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Ten a.m. or ten p.m. 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 My my love, the party didn't start until nine. I mean, we started dinner around five, but it didn't end until maybe six in oh the morning. Oh my god! We we had breakfast as well. <laughs> I should have I texted you. That must have been so much fun. I mean, I was supposed to. So but much I, fun. Once I got home at 10, I was like, for sure it's over. And of course I passed out, but I would have come out. Oh my love, nothing ever ends in Manhattan at 10 p.m. Woman, where have you been? Well, you know what I've been <laughs> is, is in this, uh, in this post-apocalyptic age. Yeah. I thought everything you've, ended at 11. I don't know. Oh, no. You've you've lost your shine, honey. We need to put it back in you. you let's you've lost your party. Yeah. back, baby. I'm ready for it. You, you know, said blow, Joe. All I heard was blow because no. there was a lot of conversation <laughs> last night about blow as well as blow jobs. So, oh, sorry. Yeah? I, my mind is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I said mojo, but... Um, you know, one of the things I swear we- to God, you said blow Joe. Mojo. Oh, I it did my mind. That's the second time. Are you now, yeah. Joe? Oh my gosh. Yeah, not, 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 not blow job, but it sounded like you said blow Joe. And I was like, oh, what is blow What's Joe? What's a blow job? That's what I said. Well, I was like, oh, it reminds me of a blow job and a blow. That's what we talked about last night. That's where my mind went. We were with such a good group of friends. We talked about everything. I wish we recorded it. And that should be our podcast. By the way, that reminds me. I wanted to tell you guys, I've forgotten what the whole thing of a lot is all about. And last night when I was hanging out with the group of friends and a few strangers as well, I'm reminded. Can we get back to that? Because that was why we started the podcast, to be a village, to support each other and to give each other ideas to thrive. Right? Yes. And to have Absolutely. conversations that are meaningful and part of our lives. Like one of the things that we, we really wanted to talk about today was sort of like having meaning and purpose. Like even, even when your life doesn't look like what you wanted it to or expect it to. Like this year, 2020 exactly. has been like something that most no one could have expected. Um, and however it affects your life, it depends on who you are, where you are, what your experiences are. It still isn't what was expected. And how Correct. is it that you like continue and have purpose and light and joy and um, are driven and, you know, have meaning even when things are like not as you expected or even turned like the opposite to for what, what it was before. Um I guess that was like a yeah. perfect segue. <laughs> no, but, but, no, but, but it brings forth like the concept of village, right? The village yeah. that you surround yourself. And in village doesn't even mean people. It could be how you get by, whether it's reading a book or I, I don't know, going jogging for 10 minutes before you, before you start your day or something like that. I wonder what everyone's village looks like while they're going through this to help them thrive because it's not an ideal time right now. And that's an understatement, obviously, but yeah. And yet in some ways it, it like in the I don't know in like that from the ashes Absolutely. Like, there's but, opportunity to build new things and things. No, it's but, true. Do you remember when I brought that story? And I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm so excited. No so worries. many things I want to say. You know, Laura was saying, remember it's like, oh, you know, moving to New York, you either realize you have 30 shoes too many, blah, blah. And Laura's like, no, 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 but I like my 30 shoes. The point is this. It helps you realize what's important. If 30 shoes is important to you, you might need a bigger place. Maybe you'll eat less and buy a bigger place or rent a bigger place. But it's so true. It's This experience is really forcing everyone to evaluate what is important to them, what to get rid of and what to repack or unpack or pack more on. It is for me at the very least. Oh, I had an incredible time last night. I'm reminded of why I love people, especially oh, in New York City. That's Go on. amazing. That sounds like a fun time. And yeah, why we love people and why we're in New York City. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I'm in an interesting stage where like I don't necessarily need to stay in New York City. Like I could mm. easily, my lease is up. There's nothing that ties me here. 
I could go somewhere else and I'm choosing to be here right now. Yeah. And like, um, and that's stunning when most people have chosen not to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I find like that that's what will make me happy. And that that's, that's what, that is part of like my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I want to be dating and I think, New York is a great place to date, even if it's social distancing dating, even if it's a weird social distancing dating with masks and like keeping a distance and making sure we're outside and all that stuff. Um, I, I so, just like, like the environment was, of meeting people here. I was thinking about this today. Um, actually, when we were driving back. We were driving back here in the car and I was looking out and I was thinking about like we were discussing places like we want to live. And um, I know I was discussing before how I'd love to be, like, in more than one place somehow multiple times throughout the year. And I still something keeps drawing me back to the city, um, which is not something I think I would have realized it hadn't I left now for a while, right? Because I wanted to leave mm-hmm. for a mm-hmm. while, and then I've been gone for a while. It gives me a little bit of distance and the, and the ability to re- reflect. And I was thinking, what is so attractive and something I really love and appreciate about New York and being in the city is that also the people around you. I think we all met and we all clicked because we're all very ambitious, open-minded, go-getting, wanting creative and want to do something type of people. We thrive off of that energy in each other and within ourselves Mm -hmm. as well. And Mm -hmm. now being out of that environment, it's not, not that it's not motivating um, cause I definitely believe you need to, you need to find something within yourself as well to drive forward. You shouldn't be so dependent on outside forces, but I, I do have to say that's a different feel. And that's something I really appreciate and love is that being in a place where everyone is, and like mostly everyone I have to say, cause that's never a hundred percent is ambitious and driven and working towards something that they want and that they dream for and whether or not it works or not, they're going to give it a shot. And if that doesn't work, they might try something else. And that doesn't work. At least they tried. Instead of sitting out there being like, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. And I, you know, I really love that environment. I think that's something that would keep me wanting more. Young, if you will. I knew, I'm sorry to cut in. I knew that you were going to come to this moment. I knew that by the way. And I didn't want to, and I wasn't going to tell you before you left because it would have tainted your experience. It's not that I can read minds. You're not any more unique than any, everyone else on this planet who is equally unique. When you leave the place that you're feeling tension, you really, you get a chance to just relax and see why you were actually there to begin with. And not to say that you ever moved back to New York City and love it equally like you did because things grow and evolve. But the point is, that was how I felt when I moved to Germany. I moved away because I wanted to learn about that culture and what I ended up learning through learning about their cultures, everything about my own culture. And I learned again and again through and through that I'm American through and through. And that's not a bad thing. There's good and no. bad, obviously, with every situation. But oh my gosh, New York City has this energy that, I'm sorry, go, go travel the world. I've been to a lot of countries you are not going to find, and that's okay. There doesn't need to be 10 million New York, okay? But there is something here, and I can't completely put my finger on it, but last night I'm reminded of it. And not because we had a great time, mind you. We talked about dating, how, how sucky it was. We talked about surviving, how hard it was to compete for jobs, for a dude, mm-hmm. for a girl, to mm-hmm. maintain relationships, to Constant keep happy, to keep the band, all this stuff. We talked about all the shit all the realness of it and we all said in the end the same thing but if you find love here it is the most amazing kind if you find the love of your life here that person is the biggest badass in all of the pool the swimming pool of land it's not that this place you yeah it's competitive but when you find it here you've earned it and you feel proud and you also got like the biggest price in the world i don't know i think it's true the best of the best are here and also the worst, mm-hmm. but we don't need to talk about the best of the best is here. Mm-hmm. We're sifting through the worst to get to the best of the best, right? And there is, and, but, but for the record, there is no other city. So these girlfriends were like, well, you know, well, blah, 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 blah. Then if, if going to parties isn't going to render me the love of my life, Jules, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, don't forget, just manage your expectation, okay? Think about the last time you heard someone said, I'm moving to New York to fall in love. Honestly, when have you heard anybody say that? The answer is no. I I, I just said that. I'm staying in New York City to fall in love. 
No, no, but but you see, no one moves to New York City. So the, the point is, you got to manage your expectation. Everyone is here because they're trying to figure something out. They're trying to build something, meaning that they're busy. So be patient with the process of love. Be patient. That's it. But work hard at it, but be patient. So she's and like, also, well, then... and also find within yourself. You know, build something within yourself that your life isn't dependent exactly. upon. Exactly. Yeah, most of your life is going to be spent, or not. Maybe most for some, maybe none for some others, and maybe. <laughs> yeah segments here or there like you know like up and down up and like the, like the economy right you're going to be in it then out of it in it out of it but the time that you're out of it should not be time wasted and toiling and being like oh my god like i don't have this these people have that da, 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 da. you're just wasting your life and your time so you might as well find things yeah i know it sounds like a, like a cliche like find things you enjoy explore new things go out with people and then you're going to meet more people and you're going to be relaxed you're going to be yourself you're going to be truly yourself and vibrant because I've definitely been in a situation before where I don't now looking back, I wasn't truly myself and embracing everything. And it's, it's so different. And then you will find something. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, cause Jean doesn't know you as well as I have. When I met Laura and this is how proud I am of Laura and her journey. Okay. It's only been maybe two years. When I met her, she had never ever traveled by herself. She even thought the idea was kind of odd because she's like, why? Why wouldn't I? And then she started traveling by herself. I can't remember what the catalyst was, but then she traveled by herself and it's changed her completely. And then I knew when she, I don't know why I'm saying move, but to me, if you're living there more than three months, it's technically <laughs> moving. It's temporary, but you still moved. Okay? When you moved to Europe, I knew that was going to be the last thing that you needed to kind of wrap your mind around this thing that you've been struggling with for two years. You're just like, I... I, I feel stuck. I want to get out. I want to get out. And you do. Well, it really gives you the opportunity to feel comfortable with yourself and realize that you can feel comfortable in almost any situation being mm-hmm. you and you are self like supportive. Um, granted, there will be times in your life when you need to lean on other people or not, but being comfortable with yourself in different environments. Now I'm like, no offense to everyone around me. I love everyone around me, but I crave my moments where I can just go off and be like, oh, that looks interesting and just go do what I want, what I want, mm-hmm. however I want, however long I want, eat whatever I want, go here, go yep. that. Yep. That freedom is it's a, a little intoxicating. But, but, but that's true liberation, right? To be okay and to be happy with spending time all by yourself. There's For so sure. much beauty in that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we're all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. also, um, so how are you, you know, like if, if I were, I, I don't even know about like asking it pointedly, right? I, mm-hmm. It's like a, it's such like a big question. How do you find meaning and purpose mm-hmm. when things are, when things are upside down or not as you expect? I think it depends on situation. I th- For me, I was th- thinking about this and I think the first step um, is really is acceptance and realizing where you are. Because if you don't accept and know like where you are and your place at that moment, I feel like it's difficult to like look beyond that. Maybe not impossible. Maybe this is just personal. This is just me. But it took me a, like a long time over since COVID, for example, to really accept that this is the world we are in and like figure out and accept it so I can figure out how to navigate and move within it. I got to say, like, I just came across this quote, like right before we got on um, the call here. And um, it says, meet yourself where you are. It's the fastest way of getting where you want to go. Yep. The fastest way of getting where you want to go. I mean, it's about truth, right? It's about accepting the truth of who you are. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that who you are now is who you'll be. But if you don't accept that who you are now, then you can't make the adjustments needed to, to get to where you want to be. Who you are, where you are, what you yeah. have, be, do, everything. For, for me, like to answer your question, I, I often, I mean, we're busy. We've got so many things to do. And in the shuffle of it all, sometimes you do forget who you are. And for me, it happens at least two, three times a year. I don't know if that's common for you guys. But I just realized last night why I love meeting strangers. It is only when I meet strangers that they show me who I truly am. And yeah. I actually like, and I don't want to sound conceited or, right, or inf- uh, inflated, but I like who I am. And it's mm-hmm. only strangers that reveal that to me. Whereas the people that love me have molded themselves to who I am. Does that make sense? Or have it's been unfiltered. accommodating to who I am. Correct. It's unfiltered and you're free. You're, like, you know that 
you know, you don't have any expectation for, I mean, maybe even expectation from them, but you don't, you feel like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> yeah. they don't know me. It's like a blank slate. So like you were just full heartedly putting yourself out there and then you're checking yourself and like, Oh, this is, this is what I'm putting out there. And that's how I feel. If it's not, then you have to do some work on yourself. Right. If you're like, Hmm, that was interesting. Maybe, maybe I should do some reflecting about that. Um, no, I think that, I think that makes sense. Hello. I hear you. I'm, I'm just oh, okay. like, uh, reflecting. I'm thinking <laughs> about, I'm like, I was like, no, oh, did it disconnect again? Um, I'm just like uh, thinking also of like, what is it? I think that through this time, what has kept me like on track is like, I still have my hopes and dreams and all the things that I wanted to create. And, and during this time, of course, I've distilled more and more what, what in my life belongs and what doesn't belong to all of that. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, but what I find also is like in discovery of myself, like how I'm discovering myself is when I'm in action and it doesn't matter what action I take, but if it's an action towards my goals or my dreams or an action towards something that I want or towards, uh, whether, I mean, we've been talking about relationships, so whether it's uh, pursuing a relationship or pursuing, um, my dreams and goals, um, when I'm in action is when I re- reveal and learn so much more about myself than when I'm just thinking, planning, evaluating. Um, it's like in the actual action of it that I learn about myself in much faster ways. Um, and you, that means you got to put yourself out there. You know, like people have to put their self out there. Yeah. To like, you know, there has to be some effort, I think. Um, but it's not to say that like, you will like do this and then be like, Oh, ding light bulb. Like I know my purpose. Cause I think that's a big thing that puts a lot of people under stress, um, is what's my purpose. I haven't figured it out yet. Oh my God. Why didn't it come to me yet? Why don't I know? And, and your purpose can change throughout life. And I think, yeah. it's, um, I think it's also, uh, it, it's just, you got to put, sometimes you just, it's not about what it is at that moment. It's at least putting yourself and taking a step in the direction of discovery. So knowing and accepting that you may not get it from that moment. Um, but you will eventually you're on a path to discovery. And I think that is, um, takes a little bit of stress and load off of anyone out there is trying to is questioning themselves or dealing with this, wondering this right now, like, why am I here? What's my purpose? What do I want to do? what makes me happy. Just it's all don't get overwhelmed by the weight of that question. And that answer gets a lot of pressure on yourself. Just at least take a step to discover. Yeah. Yes. And any step in any direction will mm-hmm. reveal something. something. Yeah. So, you know, so- it, but you have to make a choice. Like, and if you make a choice and a leap, even if it's a small leap or a choice, that's when you can be like, oh, that's not for me or it is for me. <laughs> exactly. But you know, like, so Jean, you said that it's in, it's in action that you, you feel your best or it's revealed to you who you are. For me, it's literally mm-hmm. the equivalent of meeting strangers. And back to what Laura was saying, it's not that I was unfiltered with strangers. Unfortunately, I'm always unfiltered, right? Which gets me into a lot of trouble. People either love me. Everybody comes back and says sorry. Or they're like, oh, that was really important that I needed to hear that. But initially, they don't like it. But what I found out yesterday was these strangers, like, you're really good at asking questions. You're really good at making people feel like you care about them. I was like, what do you mean make you feel? I actually do care. And I... And, and, and I forget yeah. that that's who I am because I'm surrounded by people who've known me practically my whole life if not all of my life here in New York City. So I need to constantly be around strangers again to be reminded that my essence is actually very inquisitive. I And, and I'm also a problem solver. So all the girls last night and the two guys that asked me for advice, I gave them solutions. They're like, you should do this for a living. I'm like, oh, you know what? I have heard that before. Maybe I should do something like that for a living. <laughs> but yeah. You know, you know, but you were in action with communing with mm-hmm. other people. You were yes. in relationship. It's only in conversation. It's only in conversation that we reveal ourselves yeah. or we, we figure things out. It's like in relation to other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. In relation to, and you can't get anything done or create anything 
without action. being in conversation yeah. with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And, and com- conversation so, is action. Like you've got to do something. Exactly. Yeah. And just, just, well, it. I mean, that's like, taken by the way, so we can't say that, but I know. Really <laughs> but you know, Nike do, got it do, right. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nike got we'll just it right. add a bunch of do's that way they can't see us. Just do, 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 do it. Do, 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 do it. Right. <laughs> And I have to so, remind like, myself that, right? Like, cause th- there's risk. Like you're, you're almost like putting yourself at risk sometimes when you're taking actions or you're like afraid of making the wrong, move. you know, you know, what's really interesting, perceived risk. You know, what's really interesting. Perceived, Sajin, yeah. You said that, I don't know if you know this about Laura, I mean about Sajin Laura, but so she can get a little introspective and a little isolated when she's uh, mm-hmm. under stress. Right. And so I realized that you are happiest, Sajin, when you are involved with a community or just out there doing mm-hmm. something. And I keep reminding you yeah. that, but the last time we met for your birthday, you said the same thing. You're like, yeah, I keep forgetting that I'm just my best self when I'm out there, whether it's alone or with other people. And I yeah. learned last night that I'm the opposite. I am too out there and I feel exhausted. So I need to like, Dial uh, it back a little bit was what I also learned. It's a balance. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's because, a and, and, oh my God, I hope this conversation doesn't ever get aired. Oh, but so. <laughs> Why? Uh, but because of what I'm about to say next. So uh, uh, okay. um, a few people, when I say a few, I mean more than two handfuls of people insisted on asking me for my number last night, right? And not because they were hitting yeah. on me. These are just nice people they're like oh you have such good resources i'd love to get to know you better maybe you can help me with this and then i remember i was like and i was so happy and then afterwards as i was walking home i i got all these text messages and then i felt overwhelmed I'm like ah you did it to yourself again so occupational hazard right whatever you're good at also has a side effect right like a negative it has, it a has every, every light side light. has a shadow yes. side and then yeah. i mean but it's also about boundaries Correct. and setting those boundaries moving yes. forward extended yourself now you can yes. recognize that so last night i Uh-oh. learned everything in a lifetime just in 12 hours i think so i i need to remember that balance be who you are but don't it, it, had i been asked by five people i think i could have handled that but two handfuls was a little too much so i need to you know i mean i can wow. juggle like five also- new things but 11 is oof, yeah it's it's amazing. It's almost being, I mean, this sounds like sometimes when uh, I start, like, introduce this concept to people, they, you know, they become confused or a little upset or, like, contradictory about it. But it's being responsible for who mm-hmm. you are. <laughs> like, that's who you are. When you walk into the room, that's what happens. When I walk into the room, I, I have other things that happen as well. Or when Laura walks exactly. in the room, you have other things. So it's being responsible for how you represent, like, um, I once had to, as an exercise, like, in being responsible for how I present my, how I'm presented when, you know, when people first meet me, I had to interview people on their first impression. Mm. And like, and yeah, I remember going on like a date or like an early, you know, pretty early meeting with somebody and it wasn't necessarily a date, but it very easily could have been a date and I asked him like what's your first impression of me and he goes it's that you are really smart that you're intimidating that you're stuck up (gasps) that you're standoffish like this kind of thing and that like you know maybe I would be just shot down so like having a conversation like that and having a few people give you that that kind of uh, feedback and and that's and, but then they're like oh but then I got to know you and I started having a conversation with you and that is far from what I think but now when I walk in the room I'm responsible for that that's the first thing that I think that at least a male mm. or some people would think about me so knowing that I'm able to change that conversation pretty quickly because mm. I'm responsible for who I am when I come into the room. Yeah, that's actually really great. Yeah. So interesting. Agreed. I mean, I feel like those things come in conversation sometimes and um, nothing official, but I know that um, sometimes I get oh, like I, cold. I had to like actually <laughs> ask. I had to actually ask. But now I just, 
it's implicit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. You said uh, you, you get something. You you've gotten a few things. Oh no! I I think just I'm sometimes like cold, cold mm-hmm. and icy. Oh, we were at the gym. We were at the gym the other day. And for me, when I go to the gym, like I'm very focused, like I'm in, I'm out. Plus I have to work after. Right. So I know I have like a limited amount of time to get in there. I've never been someone to have long or lots of conversations at the gym. I say hi, I say bye. Yeah. That's it. Maybe when I'm, maybe I just like, I want to keep my heart rate up. I want to keep going. You have going. a purpose when you're at the gym. Right. A lot of heavy things for me. So like, I need to put the energy and focus there. And sometimes I listen to angry music. Sometimes I listen to like more upbeat music and uh, you know like so I'm focused and then I guess one of the one of the gym owners said to um my friend my partner um what like is that is that how they are Are they just all so cold (laughs) wait 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 how how Americans are how someone from Pennsylvania or from New York yeah women how American women? Are, like, are they just are they all so cold and I, that was he was like no she's just very focused so I'm like I'm I'm that's that's what the gym is for like I don't pay to go to yeah, the gym I didn't and, like know. socialize yeah. and like talk to everyone I didn't know I was so cold I say hi I smile say bye I say how are you I mean honestly we can't have a conversation about much more because there's a language barrier I mean I can yeah. listen but I no. can't like respond a lot that's a but very New York still, like, thing, I don't know no, what no, else no, to but, do like but I, I mean, Laura, it's... that's contextually right that person is not there yeah. with the same purpose that, that you are at the gym that's the, the misalignment that's, that's it it's just a misalignment of of purposes or goals but this reminds me of like thinking back when you, when us three were all together in Brooklyn, um, looking at some places um, and we, we had brunch at the hotel and I think we were standing outside, yeah. Jules, and I think like came up to you and you were like kind of like, not struggling, but I guess she thought you were struggling to get on your coat. And she came up and she just like lifted your coat and helped her. you get, like, get put on. I that old lady. I know exactly <laughs> who you're like, talking about. Look, like, oh, this happens to me all the time. And we're like, she's like, what? you're like, no, it's happening to you. And we're like, no, this never happens to us. We hear talking about all how like, people time. might perceive us. And we yeah. like, oh, and icy. And you and people want to take yeah. care of you. And Zadina, you're like very sexy. And like, that conversation it was that even that was enlightening interesting because I don't think of myself as like a cold person but I know I have a mean resting bitch but, but, but did we conclude that day that it was more to do with my stature as well that I'm perceived more as yeah young well, it's, more, it's inclusive of all of it yeah. very tall of all of yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. like I, I also you know um, in relation I'm like oh why do people always think that I'm so self-reliant mm. that I don't need any help ever that I can just move myself by myself. I mean, or I can just clearly you know, you're putting like, something out there for most people. And by the way, I also think that exactly. of you. I know, I know you in all of your crevices, but I do understand why people think that of you. You're the kind of person that people think you don't need help and you actually don't have feelings when in fact you're all of those things. You're just like everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So oh, yeah, but, it's us being responsible. But Laura, I remember that moment because Laura's like, "What?" And I was like, "What? What do you? What, why? Why the face?" She's like, "People do this to you." And I was like, "Do what?" She's like, "That lady just put on a coat." And I was so thankful to her because I always get—I don't know why people are always nice, even when I didn't even ask. I mean, I th- right? I think my coat was—I think I was struggling to put it on. I was like. She's trying to take your coat in my head. I'm like, because it never happens. I'm like, why is this person grab like touching yeah. you? <laughs> just this old, beautiful, warm-hearted, thoughtful woman. I was like, oh, thank you so much. But yeah, that's why I love this world. Just people are so nice. But Laura did remind. I love my life, and I love this world. Yes. No, but yeah. Laura's right about I don't know something what it is. though. Yeah, it's just maybe tall people. Just you know, but but also to. Yeah, I don't think, I wonder if she would have helped you. What, what the view, what the listeners don't know is that we, all three of us look very different. Absolutely. And like, we're like from different, we're ethnically different. We have different ranges and heights. Weight, all of like, it. Yeah. You know, and our experiences is just, ah, actually we're, we're all three slender. That's like the one. And, and, and you know what? Yeah. Where all three of us are very. And I get told a lot that but... I'm warm and welcoming. And I was like, no, that's not true at all. I'm like, D- <laughs> am, am I? Yes. Okay. Generally, am I an asshole? No, of course I'm not an asshole. But people will talk to me when I really don't want them to. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that old lady because she was endearing. But for instance, when I was going to Israel, 
Granted, I was the only non-looking Israeli Asian person that boarded this plane. I had three people, not one, not two, but three people. And no, they were not all hitting on me, okay? Maybe one, maybe. But anyway, they're like, oh, miss, uh, I, I don't know if you know this. This plane is going to Israel. And I was like, uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you're what? going to Israel? I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, you're actually not the first person to tell me that. May I ask why? And he's like, oh, because, you know, it's going to Israel and you don't seem... I was like, oh, no, I'm looking forward to going to Israel. So the point is they thought that I got on the wrong plane. So kind of them. Plane. Got so kind of wow. them. Wow. And they were not hitting on me. Okay, I swear to you, just trust me when I tell you this. They were not hitting on me. They no, they just want to make sure you didn't go to Israel. Correct. And then, <laughs> and then coming back from Israel, going back to Germany, I was standing. I swear. Oh, no, sorry. This was Vietnam. I swear to God. I was standing away from everybody. You couldn't, you could be blind like Stevie Wonder and still know that I am giving off the please do not disturb vibe. Talk to me. It's, a, it, it's an <laughs> airport. This was pre-corona. So there were a bunch of people and there were two lovely people who I was traveling with, who had a welcoming, hey, I'm happy to talk to you face. No, 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 no. They did not talk <laughs> to my two friends. They came up and I'm staring. I was at this phone outlet, staring at the, 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 the what is it called, that metal device, because I didn't want anybody to interrupt while I was charging my phone. Literally got attacked. Yeah. I was like, seriously, my friends don't tap me, right? They just push me when they want my attention. Someone gently yeah. tapped me. And I was like, I had that look on my face. I'm glad the person didn't see me because that look was like, please fuck oh, off. Not again. <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm, I have my back to you. My back is not welcoming because there's no mouth back there. My mouth is not smiling. Why are you coming up to me? And <laughs> an old man, he's like, excuse me, miss. Do you know where something is? And I can't remember what he was asking for. And so I gave him directions because, you know, I'm nice to people. I'm not going to kill him. And then I looked around and my friends are laughing their asses off. They're like, you've got earbuds on. You're staring at a wall. And yet somebody came up and tapped you. And so they said, they're like, you know, I wonder what it is about you. There's all these people, but why? So if you ladies well, figure that out, let me know. It's interesting because we do attract different things. Like for me, I have a particular friend that when I go out with particular, well, I myself attract different things. And usually... I attract a lot of oh, I know. really positive, great things. <laughs> and some of it is like dangerous, yeah. like whatever. So I'm standing on a, and my friend does the same, is the same as well. And we're sitting on a subway in New York City, very no, standing, waiting for the train on the platform, waiting for the train to come. And very rarely does an instance like this ever happen. But we're in Manhattan, okay? And there is someone who is, dangerous and mentally maybe mentally ill wielding two knives what big knives mm. down the platform whatever and of course comes our way and it's like it, it can be you know you can attract all kinds of things right and that doesn't happen in new york city just so everybody knows right now in new york you you don't have that ever happening but um but you can you can attract crazy you know like things that like are out of the ordinary and you can attract things that are great and it's just like it, I don't think that there's any way of like deciphering what you're going to attract but it depends on who you are and and how much and whatever so I like I I believe it I believe it that people always want to interact with you I've seen it no but but, but, it but, but it's weird okay so I know if people are looking at my face understand why because I'm bubbly I get that but my, but, but the back of, does the back of my body communicate anything? And I, I, and, and hold on. And I have to tell you, I was not dressed pretty. Like if I was in a beautiful outfit, I can understand someone coming up because I've had that happen. Some girl ran across the street with her grocery bags at Whole Foods. Like, oh, I just want to let you know, I love your, uh, your dress. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. She's like, okay, I'm glad you received that. Well, cause I thought you were going to think I was a weird, I'm like, no, no, no. I think it's really endearing that you were brave enough to like run across the street. She dropped her grocery bags, ran across the street. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet of you. She's like, well, I did that before and someone got really pissed at me. And I was like, you know what? Ignore those people because you should just be who you are. But yeah, weird things happen to me all the time, but usually good things. But I didn't know yeah, my yeah. back was I mean, communicating. Usually good too. No, but what is your back <laughs> communicating? No, it's your energy. Your energy so like mm -hmm. I I think that uh sometimes people want to talk to me or they come look at me whatever and uh they, they might say it's how I look how or whatever but I know it's not that it's my I mean of course it doesn't hurt yeah. 
but it's energy. It's like what you're putting out But there. isn't it mm. so fascinating that this concept of energy, like I, you know, there's cause. Like babies and dogs. Yeah. I mean, there's cause and effect. If I you punch know, you, mm-hmm. I know what you're going to respond. You're either going to punch me back or not. Right. But how, how does mm-hmm. standing still can still, I, I don't know, like um, emit energy and, and whether it's inviting or not. It's just so fascinating. Well, what you think is powerful. Too. So fascinating. What you think, what you feel is very powerful and is palpable. It's so fascinating. I mean, it's how we create. It's also how we create in the world. Right? And just when we think we know, I, I don't I, I, Yeah, I have no idea what's going on in this world. Like, I'm like, how, how did me, yeah. I'm standing there with my two beautiful friends. One's bleach blonde and white and really tall, looking like a model. The other one looks like uh, a, a black princess, right? I mean. Oh, so you're describing me as Yes. Laura? And 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 then, <laughs> and then there's me, like really petite, just standing there with my back, and this old wonderful lady. No, too. no, but this old one, she didn't see my back clearly, right? She saw me struggling with my coat. My two idiotic friends didn't even oh. notice, but this old stranger. Did. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wanted you girls. To I thought laugh. you were talking about someone else, and then I was gone. But you actually. No, were I was talking about the two of you. <laughs> Me too. And Me I, too. Jean, I was pissed that my two really good friends didn't even notice. This old lady noticed that I was struggling and helped me out. I'm joking. Because we didn't think you were struggling. No, because <laughs> we know you two. No, but but now. also no, but don't you think it's, it may also be perspective? You two are relatively a lot taller mm. than she is. Maybe she could see what I was doing, and you guys couldn't. Seriously, that that could be it. That's yeah. Possible. I'll say you're so or or, you or she loves me more than you two combined. It's what oh, I think. That's also possible. <laughs> I think that's exactly what that's it is. Exactly that's exactly what, what it is. That's possible. Do you remember what street it is? I need to go back and befriend her when you two are mean to me. Oh, it, was, it was in Dumbo. It was in Dumbo. It was by the hotel. No, 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 no. No, it was before. Now. That's the one hotel. This was when we were trying to it find a brunch that? place, but it was too busy. And then we went to another brunch place. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it looked really cute inside, but it was small and it was super cozy because it was nice and warm and it was so cold out that yeah. day and it smelled so, so good. The food looked so good, but they were full. And I love that Laura's <laughs> actually giving me an honest answer. I, that was just a, a silly question, but thank you, honey. I'm not looking for her. I love the two of you. I'm not going to trade you in for, you know, that lovely lady. Well, you know, you're stuck with us. I anyway. do wish her Even well, Even if though. you tried, you'd be stuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's family, you know? <laughs> we will come knocking on your door. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. That was so I much feel so uplifted with this conversation. Seriously, just, you know, and I love that we, we're keeping in touch. And I have to say one thing, going back to relationships, is, is I, I recognize, and I was, again, reflecting on this, um, I recognize that I am not always the best with keeping in touch with people. Because sometimes I get really caught up in what I'm doing. I'm thinking, like, the other day, I was like, shit, I have to call this person. Next day, I have, to, I have to call this person. I'm like, I have to call this person. I'm like, but I have to do this. But I have to pack. And then I just, sometimes I see messages, too. And then I'm like, okay. And in my head... I'm thinking I'm going to respond to that. And I think about it, but then something distracts me. And then I think I already responded and I go <laughs> back later it. and I realize I, didn't respond, and I feel so bad. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm such a terrible person. But going with it, I recognize this about myself, but I also have a different view. Maybe on friendships and relationships. And I think that for some people, like even some people I noticed um, back in the city, it's all contextual, right? And maybe you guys feel differently. But I kind of view friendships and people in life as like a like a rolling wave. Like things come in when they come in and go out when they go out. Just because something was in and now it's out doesn't mean it can't be in later. And like uh, like timing, purpose, like flow, everyone's living their lives. So I know for me, there are some people maybe in New York or elsewhere that maybe I haven't spoken to in a while, but I don't hold it against that. Maybe the, like none, neither of us have been so in contact and we have our lives. So I know when we're there in person, it's, it's like nothing happened. You know, it, it's the same. Like we've known each other for years. Um, I think that's very cool. I have your view on this, with like keeping in touch and friendships, because I know I have some other friends who I'm, um, maybe had a different type of situation where they were very close with someone. And then this person has just, for whatever reason, not really spoken. They were really upset by them not um, keeping in contact because they were so close. And I, I, 
I don't know. Like, where, where, where do you guys stand on this? Because it's all situational. It's all contextual. Um, but at the same time, I feel like. But, but Laura, but Laura, it, don't. Life is a role. Laura, can can you hear me? <laughs> don't you think that gives you an opportunity to figure out who the person is, and if your style of friendship even complements each other? That's true. It it could. I also uh, think that different relationships require different people require different things out of relationships. Mm. And yeah, and, and so that's also in addition to what Jules said, it's like a complimentary comment around that. Like, I have a friend who during this time, required of me, a very good friend of mine, required of me that I check in on her. Every oh, that is day. so not Sajin. <laughs> and that is really not me. But she really, she, she um, told me exactly what her expectation was. And then I was like, okay, deep breath. And then I was like, mm -hmm. okay, well, this is what she needs. She means a lot to me. Yeah. This is extraordinary times. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to step into that challenge. And I did it. Like, I have been doing that. Yay! Um, I hope so. And, I hope so. And I was the one person who did. And that meant so much for her. Mm -hmm. Because she, there are other ways that she has been that for me. I was right. going to say, I hope, though, that she, it's reciprocity, right? I, you have to feed yes. each other's love and need and tank and all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. So there, there are major ways that she has showed up for me. And I was like, of course, I would show up for you in this way. Yeah, I, so, and, and, and it took something extraordinary. I'm not saying that it was not extraordinary mm -hmm. for me to do that. <laughs> it was like a big deal for me because you know that that's, that's really, that's not, you know, so, that's not that, my natural No, way it's not. And, and the thing is, who you are, and, and I'm obviously biased, not because I'm your friend. I'm biased because you and I are similar, right? We have similar qualities. Yeah. I like that about you, though. I know when I need you, you will be there. But I don't need you yeah. every day. I, certain, I don't need, I don't mean to be rude. I, I don't need anybody every day. I find it difficult. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, a little bit hard to need people all the time. Because people have yep. responsibilities mm -hmm. too. So I think for me, the best part of being a friend is to give that person time to do whatever they need to do. And obviously let them know that you love them and you're there when, when they need you. But it's like a good parent, right? Hey, yeah. I got my eyes on you. Go ahead and explore. I'll be here. And if you need something, you know where I live, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. love people like that. As long as you're communicating too. Correct. Right? Like you checked in on me. I think that they're, you know, last... They're, you know, I, there are times where we go through things and I went through something and I sort of like pulled back a little bit, but you reached mm -hmm. out, you checked in with me. You're like, are you okay? Or whatever. I'm like, listen, I just had to withdraw. Yeah. I was like, this. I know your personality type. I know you don't like it when you're like this. So I'm here if you want to talk. And she's like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's great because you know that about me, but then also you're pulling me mm -hmm. out of it too. Thank by being like, yo, thank you I for know, saying that. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's so useful because some that that's why we have our friends, yeah. right? To be like, hello, come out. Yeah, it's like you're missed, <laughs> you, and she's you like, can't oh. stay here forever. Yeah. I know? usually just you tell you, like, forever. hey, you're missed. I usually send my friends that, and it's code word for hello. Where are you? Come out when you're ready. <laughs> where did you go? <laughs> <Yeah>. Come out <laughs> when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, but and and that's I'm so thankful for that, right? Like uh, I'm because it's usually always when it's very needed female so. friends are the best i don't know if i told you girls this in my 20s couldn't relate to anyone with a vagina i was like oh my god you have so <laughs> many emotions i don't have time for this i've got a child i have to go to college i need to get my degree i've got parents who don't speak english i need to translate things i don't have time for anybody with a vagina and feelings because men don't have us many or they have it but they don't express it the point is i'm getting mm -hmm. older Something happened in my 30s. I guess I freed up more space. Women friends are literally the best thing to have. They feel the crevices that I didn't even know I had. Men are great too, obviously. I mean, I, I love men for decades. I used I to say men. that men are like God's gift to mankind just because I could relate to them more. But women have yeah. this thing that is so cannot be found in a man. And I'm finally appreciating that about womenhood, you know? It's, it's truly um, amazing to, I mean, there's like a resilience. They're, there is a. They're badass. 
fast, they're, they're, they persevere, yeah. they're so talented. They can give you a blowjob, be a CEO, be the mother, be <laughs> the sister. I mean, they can do, seriously, women are so, so talented. <laughs> and I don't think I give women enough True. credit, but we... we and it also depends on the tribe, right? Like, you have to find your tribe. Yeah. You have to find your people. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in some settings, like, I don't know where you were in your 20s, just you really going, busy. You, you had a lot. That had you a lot. Yeah, you were very busy, and you had a lot on your plate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great to meet people who are like, even if they're not exactly where you are, but are aligned in values yeah. or aligned in, um, I don't know, like aligned in. What, what else besides value? No, but I think also it's about availability, right? In my 20s, I didn't have anything left to give to anybody else because all of yeah. who I am was required to keep the ship moving. And, you know, like in my True. 30s, I freed up that space. I had an extra hour or my mental capacity was more agreeable, right? So if someone was having trouble. And mind you, I always help people even when I was struggling myself. But, but the point is, mm -hmm. now I do it happily. Like, it comes natural. I'm like, oh, my God, you're in trouble? What's going on? Whereas before, I'm like, unless you're on fire, I'm busy. Well, also because you were, like, because you've experienced that, you have space for it. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, that's why you can understand and see and acknowledge someone in so many ways. Um, even someone's pain, someone's struggle, what they're going through. Because you yourself have compassion for it and you yourself have been have through experienced it and yeah. know what that's like. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so amazing because most people don't have as many of the life experiences that you've had that they can relate to so many various different peoples and different situations in life. And you do. And that's what makes you such a beautiful friend. And it's very kind of you to say that. I didn't realize that in my early 20s, but I did realize that the reason why I couldn't connect with people was because through no fault of their own, they didn't have certain responsibilities pushed upon them like mm -hmm. I was, you know? And, and so yeah. it, 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 I, I couldn't relate to them and they certainly couldn't relate to me. But try mm -hmm. and true, as the years went on, they're like, I don't know how you did it. I'm so sorry I was texting on you when you had a baby crying. And here I am talking to you about my boyfriend who dumps you. Who even cares? Why was I such a bad friend to you? I'm like, mm -hmm. you didn't know any better. Just like, I didn't know any better to be a better friend to you. I've got a kid crying. Are you done with your story? I have to go, was usually what. I'm like, mm -hmm. I've got a kid crying. Are you done with the story? Um, yeah. Such great life experiences, totally. you know? Totally, I mean, Laura's totally. changed so much. I mean, the core of who she is has been the same, but she's changed so much from when I met her. I couldn't believe she's like, I'm traveling again by myself. I'm like, what? I thought you don't like to travel by yourself, honey. <laughs> she's addiction. like, I love that. You don't have to come with me. I'm going. I'm like, hold on. I'd like to come. Nope, just stay. I'm going by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, what I've learned, okay, this also boils down to something I've learned in life, which is that if you want something to happen, you do it have yourself. To. And I don't know, that's not supposed to sound all negative and doom and gloom and everyone sucks, but I, I, this is just my experience. I'm not going to say unfortunately, because it's just, this is just my experience. Mm -hmm. My experience has been when there are a lot of balls in the air, it's hard to juggle. And if you want something to happen, you pick a date, you put your finger on it and do it because life passes. Mm -hmm. And if you don't take advantage of the time you have and do it, you'll look back and be like, oh, well, shit, I should have done I just should have just done it myself. Why didn't I do it myself? Yeah. Why was I scared of this? And I was just like, fuck it. I'm <laughs> going to do it. I have these days. I'm going to choose these times. I'm like, I'm going to maximize all my days in the year because my, my objective last year was to travel and this year too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> change a little bit was to travel as much as possible, as frequently as possible. Um, and so I was like, like, how can I plan this year? And so there were other people that I really wanted to see and maybe travel with, but I knew also some friends, like our travel styles, are mm -hmm. this is not Jules, Jules, it's not well, you. Honey, I know. <laughs> but some I know, other friends, I know. Our, our travel styles are just not the same. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I'm okay with staying in a hostel half a time or like a low-budget hotel because I want to have more experiences yeah. or moving around or vice versa, whatever it is, walking around the and lot. And Laura and I um, are also okay with so, sleeping in the car if need be. Yes. 
Yes. I have slept on the floor of an airport, not comfortable, but I'd do it again if I had to. And you know what? Um, Because that was a small sacrifice to make for the great experience that I had. And so it's, again, it's like not looking and focusing on all the negatives and obstacles and like, oh shit, but if I do this, it's like, okay, well, what is everything that I will get from Mm -hmm. this? If only I do this? Okay. And you know, it's like, I'm going to plan these days and I'm going to go. If anyone wants to come with me, great. Fantastic. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Not, nope, no problem. I'm just going to go do it on my own. Because what happens when you have people so indecisive and just don't want to go or something, you end up holding yourself back. So you need to set a boundary for yourself as well. For anyone planning anything, it's not just traveling to trips. Is okay, I will give until this much to depend or wait on the other person or people or whatever it is. And once that is hit and maximized, I'm just going to mm-hmm. do it myself. Because otherwise, it's just it just won't happen. You're causing self frustration, and you're cutting other people, and you just kind of just take the bull by the horns, as my dad would say. I think I think that he's a great. good man. I think he's that's a good a man. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I, I think about also like uh, just recently, my grandmother. My grandmother had COVID. She's like eighty five, and um, she survived. She like she got through it. It was amazing. She never went to the hospital. I mean. She went to the doctor and she she went through it at home. And now she's like, uh, I want to go on this trip with you. So she, like, you were going to Haiti. Mm. Like, we're going in October. And I was like, yo, my favorite person in the whole entire world just invited me to go, like, hang out with them. And also, like, I would be like, maybe this is not the ideal time because I'm moving in November and, you know, all the things that are happening in the world. But then also I was like, this is my chance to do this. Like there's mm-hmm. no other time, but now. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and no time, but now. And honey, you have to listen to your elders. We're, we're minorities. We know that. I, I, sorry right. if that comment came across racist. That was definitely not intended. But the point is, listen to your elders. They, they know. I did. A thing I or bought two. the tickets. I'm ready to go. We're going in October <gasps> and I'm going on vacation. Woo, with my favorite person in the world. And like, we're going to be too peas in a pod for two weeks Uh, and you get to spend time with grandmother i know it's gonna be so it's gonna make sure do me a favor please record her her story that's what we're gonna do the whole time i've record i've oh piecemeal i've been recording her story and i ask her questions i'm gonna go in real deep Deep. yeah i have my recording stuff i have everything she's been drawing things she's been making art all that stuff we're just gonna it's going to be me and grandma, Aww. like me and grandma. I'm really just thrilled. And it's sort of like a just do it, get to it. And the time is now. Absolutely. All of those things all in one to encapsulate our whole conversation. I, no better way Thank to end this conversation. It's also right? focusing on what you have to gain instead of what you have to lose. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. I think- I, I was just thinking about this. this sound, okay, this sounds really silly. <laughs> this story, I don't even know if you'll find it interesting. But today we were at the beach, yeah, and I was standing in the water, and I noticed there was a big bumblebee struggling in the water, Aww. and I was like, oh, the bee, the bee, whatever it's thinking. I was like, oh shit, and then I was just like, well, why would I just let it die there? And then I just had a moment. Where I was like, the like this thing is the thing that goes out and pollinates. It's what gives us all the fruit. Blah 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 blah. Bees are important. They have a hard, you know, hard time whatever they sting us, we're, we're still here. Well, unless you're allergic, but anyways, regardless, <laughs> I was like, let me get it out. And I was like, regardless if it like stings me, um, well, I don't think it will, but I'm just going to just keep flipping the water forward and flipping the water forward and flipping the water forward. Eventually I get it out. And then I see it on the rocks kind of struggling around. There's other bees kind of flying. There's like two other smaller bees that came around it. I don't know if it was like send an SOS signal or something, <laughs> but I was like, this water's still coming up. And if it's sitting there on the rock, its wings are too wet to fly. I'm just going to throw it out. Picked up the rock, got it out of the way. There we go. But I was thinking back to you did that. You um, saved a oh, you saved a bumblebee. As anyone else out there should, you see a bee struggling in the water, you save that sucker. (laughs) And and when I was a kid, though, it might be something like, oh, the bee could sing me, whatever. Oh, 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 kill it, or just like just you just help you just kill it, right? You you don't even think you're like, oh, it can do this bad thing to me. Bam, Mm. squash. And I was just thinking it's a matter of like changing perspective and knowledge. And it's like, there's value in so many things if you just change your perspective. And I don't, you know what, now that I've said this, I don't know that's really connected to the story, but I hope you enjoyed it. No, no, no. <laughs> no I you love know, that story. I saw a anyway, gentleman. I necessarily, I, what were you saying? 
I, I love just just wrapping up the focus on what you have to gain instead of what you have to lose or the obstacles that get all what you it's want. True. I love mm -hmm. the story, by the way. It ties in perfectly. And more importantly, it says a lot about who you are, that even at your own expense, you were willing to help because you, you took the measures, you know, to know that that thing isn't likely to, to bite you, you know, boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Or even Absolutely. it also shows you about perspective, right? Like I was on a date with a gentleman sitting across from me, social distance dating, and we're sitting there, we're eating, and then there's a, a like a spider or something. It crawls up on his finger and he puts it on the ground as opposed to uh, slamming it to kill it, right? And just yeah. it's just the perspective mm -hmm. in life and the gentleness of that is just like such an eye-opener. And, and created tenderness for me even though I had nothing to do with that interaction right except to witness it mm -hmm. it's so true yeah. yeah but but it goes back to that statement right how someone treats the waiter how someone treats anything mm. around it whether it's an inanimate object and or things that have feelings says a lot about who they are seriously I mm -hmm. you know uh, I love talking to you ladies it was it was such a great conversation and until next time until next time, love you, ladies. Please be safe out there, okay? And and have a blast. Yes. You as live. Well. Love you, girls. Love you too. Okay, bye, bye, Laura. Bye. Bye, Jill. Thanks for listening to a little out there podcast. Want to talk more about love, life, and pursuit of happiness in between episodes? Connect with Sajin, Jules, and Laura on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at A Little Out There Podcast.